Happy Friday and welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. We are so happy to have you here and we wanted to start off by saying thank you to everyone who has left us a review in the last couple of weeks. We just love seeing those and texting them back and forth to one another. They really have been a highlight of our days. They really do like touch us so much and it means the world to us to just know that you guys are listening and enjoying and they are also so helpful for us to help grow the podcast and so you guys taking the time to do, to do that really is so helpful so thank you so much and if you haven't yet please please do we want to start this episode as always with um our moment of gratitude do you want to go first Paris yeah I'll go first okay. I have been thinking about mine um so I posted a picture of Miles doing something I don't even remember but my friend responded and she listens to the podcast so Rachel if you're listening hello thank you for this but she messaged me and she said and she hasn't met Miles but she said he just seems so sweet and funny it must be so fun to be his mom and reading that just kind of made me cry because it had been a hard day and it just made me think like it is so fun to be his mom I'm so lucky to be his mom and her saying that was just so sweet and really just reminded me not that I'm not grateful every moment of every day because I I am but it was just such a sweet reminder of it is so fun and I'm so lucky that is sweet and what a sweet comment it was so sweet I love that I was so grateful for it um okay I am grateful that um this last weekend, my parents had, well, it was going to be like a little layover um, in Salt Lake, but they made it extra long. <laughs> so it was just like a day and a half. And um, they came and stayed with us and we just like went to dinner and um, just enjoyed talking and having fun together. And I'm just like really grateful for that. It was really, really good to see them and hang out with them. And usually my mom just comes. Um, by herself because my dad stays home to work and um, we always love having her but it's like extra special when we get them both so it was really fun. Family time's the best. I feel like so often what we're grateful for is oh, our family time. Totally. At least what we share. Totally. For. Yeah because it, it stands really out. Best. It is the best. Yeah. yeah. So today's topic is something that we have briefly touched on in previous episodes and today we are doing a deep dive and we are really looking forward to sharing it because it's something that Brittany and I have both really seen the fruits of in our lives and I'm excited to be able to talk about it and share more about it. Okay also well first we'll just if you haven't read the title this <laughs> this episode's on a, on morning routines and I just have to put out there that I feel like such a hypocrite doing this episode. <laughs> I was talking to my sister on my way over to Paris's house and she's like, what episodes are you recording? And I'm like, oh, one on morning routine. And, and I could just tell by her. She's like, oh, cool. And I could tell by her response. <laughs> she's like, and why would you be the one talking about that? So I'm putting out there that I just feel really silly doing this right now. I had been in a good habit, but um, just going to be honest and vulnerable and say that I feel like my boys have been kicking my butt and I don't have a great morning routine right now. So this is like, I have read books on this and listened to podcasts and this is my um, 
tactic to give myself some motivation to get back my morning routine. And I hope it works for you too. It's okay. I like that you brought that up because there are seasons for everything. And I do think a morning routine is really important, but I think your morning routine is going to look really different when you have a two-year-old that sleeps through the night than when you have a seven-month-old that's waking up a couple night times a night. You know, totally. like there are seasons and we have to give ourselves grace through those seasons. But I am really passionate about a morning routine and I think we can all implement it in a way that feels comfortable. And if you don't, it's nothing to feel guilty about. We're just, I I know you agree. Like I know that you have, you have had a morning routine. Yeah. And so I'm excited to just talk about it and what has worked for us. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, that was my goal for January and I have carried it through and I'm happy and grateful I've carried it through. So it has been something I've been uh, pretty consistent about this year and I am grateful for it. But there definitely have been moments where I have been like, you know, what? I, I have to not do this right now. Um, but I also will say there have been moments where I have had like a hard week mm-hmm. and I find, um, I, I find it's like that's what you need yes, rather I, than that's the thing to go. Exactly. Even totally. if it would be like tempting to not wake up early because mm-hmm. I had a really bad day, mm-hmm. I find that because it's a habit and my alarm is already set, then mm-hmm. I do wake up early and I'm like, oh, I I needed that. So anyways, yeah, there are seasons and we we can give ourselves grace through them all. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And like I said, this really is going to be motivating for me because um, – I have, I shared this a couple episodes ago, but I have been going to Orange Theory a couple times a week. And on the days that I go, it's just like the best start to the day. Like the best. I absolutely love it. And I'm so much happier. I'm like ready to be the best mom for my boys. Um, And on the days that I am just like waking up at the same time as them and like we're just kind of like hitting the ground running, I find myself... um, just like trying to play catch up all day long and like getting worn down because of that. You're just so. immediately swept up in mm-hmm. like this child needs this and this child mm-hmm. needs this. And it's just so like one thing after the other yeah. that you can get to 10 PM and realize I didn't take a single minute for myself today. hundred percent. Like that is so easy to do. But I think the reason I notice such a big difference for me is that no matter what happens in my day, I took 45 minutes or sometimes it's an hour and a half, but I took some time in the morning to have a moment and really invest in myself. Mm -hmm. And I just find myself having so much more patience and calm throughout the day Mm -hmm. because I gave that to myself. So really, I just can't recommend them enough. And we're going to kind of go into some tactical tips of both what we do and how we do it, because it is a hard thing to implement. But once it's a routine, it's so, so much, much easier. easier. Totally. I agree. So, okay, going off of that, um, the th- the first thing I wanted to share, Paris was like leaving all these really sweet notes um, <laughs> on our outline for this episode that were like, like meditate and pray and exercise, like all these really awesome things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over like how to get out of bed. <laughs> like, how do you open your eyes and like what's the first thing you do so you don't just close them and go back to sleep (laughs) so I just okay we both have listened to or read um Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and he gave some of these tips which I really loved um in the book and I felt like these were very helpful when I originally was establishing a morning routine 
Um, and then I actually listened, to, I've listened to a few podcasts recently, but one of them that was kind of interesting was, um, it was the him and her podcast from, it was actually just, um, Lauren Bostic, I think is how you say her last name. She's from the skinny confidential. If you know her, she's an influencer. Anyway, um, I just, listened to her podcast on her morning routine. And it was really interesting. Um, when I first listened to it, I was kind of like, oh, this is, um, just like different. And it was like very, very, very detailed. Um, and I was just like, oh, like that's good for her. But like, is this realistic? And then, um, as I just like sat on it and like thought about it over the next couple of days as I was getting ready, um, a lot of things that she said really stuck with me and actually like corresponded so well with the tips that Hal gave in uh, Miracle Morning. So just a few of the things to help you, um, wake up and like stick with this so that you can come up with a morning routine are first thing they say, um, like turning on the lights, opening your, um, like drapes or shutters, whatever you can do. If everyone else in your house is still asleep, like maybe you close the door in the bathroom and turn the lights on in there. But um, just like immediately getting light helps your brain wake up. Whereas if you stay awake and the lights are off, it um, you like just naturally are more tired. It doesn't like send the signal to your brain to wake up. Um, the other one was, oh, this actually should have been the first one, is setting your alarm across the room. Um, I think that's a great idea. I do have a hard time with that though, because I feel like my boys wake up if it's across the room. So I try and put mine on my nightstand, but just far enough that like, I can't just grab it. I have to like do a half roll, like lean out of bed to grab. Yes. I have to move to get it. You know, I've been charging my phone actually ever since we did the phone habits. Yes. I've been charging my phone in the bathroom and that's still my alarm clock. That's nice. It's not that far away, but I do have to like get up, get out of bed, go into the other room. And Mm -hmm. Pierce usually sleeps in a little bit longer than I do. So my alarm will go off in the bathroom. I get out of bed, go into the bathroom, shut the door, turn the lights on. Yeah. And once I've done that, it's like, I'm not going to go back to bed. Like I'm already up. Totally. Okay. So a few other things going along with that, because I... I I just, I mean, I've said that I don't, I don't think this is one of my strengths. It's definitely a weakness, but like I could turn on the lights and go to the bathroom and still talk myself into getting back into bed. So um, a few other things that they said are to brush your teeth right away and then um, drink water and wash your face. And even if you don't like wash your face, but just like splashing water on your face or if you take a shower, whatever, something um, like that type of a ritual. Um, they said once you do all of those things, if your goal is just to do like those four or five things, chances of you getting through all of those things and then going back to bed are actually so low. And that's so true. Once I brush my teeth, drink in my glass of water, I'm like, okay, I'm ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I usually, I usually brush my teeth and then I go downstairs and I workout. And for me, um, working out being the first part of my routine is kind of what wakes me up when my body is awake. And then it makes me more prepared for the things that follow after. So I have mostly designed my morning routine after Hal Elrod's. Mm -hmm. He has an acronym and it's SAVERS. And that stands for S, silence, A, affirm, V, visualize, E, exercise, R, reading, and S, scribing. So 
that what that looks like for me personally, and this is different for everybody, but for me, um, I exercise first, so I feel energized, and that's obviously the E. So for for silence, I meditate, and then I read scriptures, and that's for my reading portion, and then I pray. I guess that can kind of go with silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have the five-minute journal from, um, it's Alex Icons, I believe. Um, I will link it. I really love it. But it has me write down um, a couple of things I'm grateful for, what I would like to get out of the day, and then it has me write down my affirmations. And I really like that as part of my scribing and also that goes with the affirming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's how it looks for me. But I think that can be so different for what you need personally. And like I said, I exercise and then I do those last few things Mm -hmm. and this can take you like three hours if you want it to and sometimes I have this take me like 30 minutes when I Mm -hmm. when I had a later night and and I like for me I usually try and keep it like at 30 minutes minimum but Hal Elrod will even say like if you need to do it in six minutes like a minute for each thing you can do that like some mornings you're going to get a great workout in. And some mornings when you... Maybe you're doing a plank for a minute. Totally. <laughs> or even or even a stretch like mm-hmm. for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because we all have those moments where we've been up a hundred times a night. We're not advocating for becoming bodybuilders and like <laughs> meditating monks. Like you, you don't have to do these in such detail. And even if you do love to get an amazing workout in in the night but you still want to have that exercising portion in the morning, you can do a couple sit-ups in the morning or stretch and just wake up your body that way and still have your great workout at night. And the Mm -hmm. same goes for reading. If you prefer to do your reading at another time of the day, but just having a little snippet to start your day Mm -hmm. really does, like that formula has been so empowering to me because I have exercised my body. I've exercised my mind. I've exercised gratitude. And so... When my day starts, I feel so much more centered mm-hmm. and I really do find myself having so much more patience throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, something that um, I feel like you have just reiterated and like everything that we have read on Morning Routine, like it's just like the very basic thing that everybody says, um, is exactly that to make it a routine because... It's so easy to talk yourself out of it. And like you said, like we have late nights, like whether or not we were planning on it, you know, and especially I think as moms, like that, that really adds just a whole other variable, you know, as to how well, you know, how rested you'll be in the morning, how much sleep you'll get, whatever. And so it can be really hard to just like, I don't know, pull yourself up with no motivation, like get yourself to do a morning routine. But if it becomes a habit, like if it truly is a routine and something that you do every single day, you don't have to make any decisions. You don't have to think about it. Then it takes so much less willpower. It takes less motivation. And it's just like something that you'll naturally do. So I've been thinking about this the past few days and I've tried to like start implementing just like a couple of things, um, to get back my morning routine. But one thing that I, um, love is having like everything so decided down to like what I'm going to like drink first thing in the morning or like eat for breakfast or whatever it is like I literally want every single thing decided for me so that I don't have to sit there and think about it and like what kind of workout I'm going to do that's one thing that like 
I don't know if that's hard for you, but when I get myself to go work out and then I'm sitting in front of the Peloton or like, even if you get to the gym, you know, no, like, I was totally going to say that I'm way more successful if I pick the exact workout I'm going to mm-hmm. do the night before. Yep, exactly. Because it's so hard. I don't know why. That's like a big part of like working out, I think, is choosing what to do. Well, and I think even if you lay out your workout clothes the night before, yep. you lay out your workout clothes, you have your workout picked out. It's yep. just so much easier oh, totally. to, to make totally. it actually happen. Yes. Another thing, I think taking the decision power out of it is setting an alarm that just automatically goes off every yes. day. So you don't have to decide every night mm-hmm. to set what your alarm. Wake up? It's just already set. Yep. And I know we both we've talked about this too. I don't remember what episode it was on, but we talked about this too in the health app that you can um set your bedtime schedule. So like you can say how long you want to sleep, what time you want to go to bed. It will automatically like set an alarm based on how long you want to sleep. And then it's just set and you never have to set it. And it reminds you every night, like when it's time to start winding down. And I love that. That's been one of my favorite things. This makes me think, so I, nobody actually probably knows this. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but I have celiac disease and I've known since I was 18. So it's been a long time that I've known that I have celiac. And so I can't eat gluten if you don't know what that means. Um, and gluten is in so many delicious things. It's it's in all baked goods. It's in pizza and bread and sandwiches. And people always ask me like, is it so hard to not eat rolls? I'm like, no, I I never, I never eat them. They'd make me sick. It's not, if somebody offers me a roll, it doesn't take, it doesn't even cross your mind. No, it does not take any willpower to turn down a roll Mm -hmm. because I haven't eaten a roll in like almost 10 years. So mm-hmm. I, that's just not a hard thing for me to turn down. Like, yes, they smell delicious and they seem great, but it takes it's zero. Not a, it's not even an option. It takes zero willpower for me because yeah. I just don't eat gluten. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like obviously there's that added, added benefit of it makes me sick. So it's not as tempting, <laughs> but that has been such an example to me of as soon as something is a habit and it just takes so much less energy because mm-hmm. I don't decide every mm-hmm. time I don't make a decision every time somebody offers me gluten because the decision has already been made. Mm-hmm. And so I've noticed that with my morning routine too. If the decision is just already made that I'm going to wake up in the morning, it makes it so much simpler rather than deciding every night, oh, am I going to wake up early tomorrow? Yeah. Because if you're making that decision every night at 10 p.m. when you're tired and had a long day, you're always going to want to sleep in. Mm-hmm. But if your alarm is set and you decide that you wake up at 6 every morning or whatever time it is, then it's so much easier and just doesn't take willpower and it, you don't have to exercise that willpower muscle in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's and I love, that's like such a great example too. <laughs> Cause that's so true. Like that's a perfect, that's a perfect example. It would be so tempting for somebody else, but you're like, no, the decision's been made. Like if like, someone offered both of us a cupcake, yeah. I would like, it wouldn't be hard for me to say no at all, right. but like it'd probably right. be harder I'd for be you. Like, um, I haven't, I haven't thought about it. Like maybe I do want that. <laughs> I mean, if it was gluten free, that would be another story. <laughs> I never say no to a gluten-free baked good. Okay, but no, I love that you said that because this was something so interesting that Lauren said in this podcast I listened to. Um, She said that she has even, she went on Amazon and ordered like a 12-pack of this one kind of black thong and a 12-pack of this one kind of sock. And she... Um, ordered a black tracksuit 
And she was like, I literally, like, by after she does her meditation, whatever, she's like, I wear the exact same thing. I don't have to think about it. Every single day, I put on this black thong and these these one this one pair of socks and this black suit. She's like, I literally wear this black tracksuit every single morning and a hat and walk to the um, coffee shop. Anyway, so like even down to that, I was like, that's so crazy. But in thinking about it, I'm like, that makes sense. Like it instantly gets rid of the decision that, yeah, like the energy it takes for you to make that decision. It makes it so much easier. In college, I read the book Willpower. And that is something that I remember so distinctly is just that your willpower is a muscle. And if you're using it a lot early in the day, then it it, it does get tired. So Mm. just... But what, like I said, once it's a routine, you don't have to use willpower. It just doesn't take any up. Yeah. So you actually do feel so much more energized if it's just a routine. And like, that's why it's called a morning routine. Yeah. And anyways, it just makes it way easier. And then you're not more tired from uh-huh. your morning routine because uh-huh. it's just what you do. And it yes. energizes you so much more. Okay. I love that thought. Um, So something I have been doing the last few days after I listened to this podcast episode I'm telling you it was really interesting so if any of our listeners (laughs) listen to it show notes yeah yeah I mean I'll put it in the show notes but also like don't judge me for recommending it but I mean like because she even said she even said that like when she gets in the shower that she switches the um shower temperature between hot and cold to wake yourself like up like every 30 seconds apparently it's like good for maybe somebody can speak to this but like apparently it's good for um your like lymphatic drainage hmm. anyway i'm not that committed to my lymphatic drainage no, i was <laughs> like i have not heard that i couldn't tell you anything behind you know the science behind that but i was like that is so interesting <laughs> like who does that <laughs> but this is what I'm de- like, this is what I'm saying is like the whole time I was listening. I'm like, wow, this is like so detailed. And then like after, like I listened to it in the morning, actually, I was as I was on my way to Orange Theory. And so then the rest of the morning as I was getting ready, I was like thinking about the things that she said. And it was like making more and more sense to me. I'm like, okay, there's something to this. Like she knows what she's doing. Anyway, so um, one of the things that she said she does that I have started doing the last few days and I would totally recommend it. I love this. Um, I actually always sleep with like ice cold water next to my bed. Um, Johnny always gets annoyed because every single night, right as he's about to get in bed, sometimes after, I know that's like a big fat no-no, but sometimes after I'm like, hey, can you go get me my water? (sighs) And he knows every night that I'm going to ask, which I mean, you would ask yourself why he still gets in bed without my water. I was wondering. (laughs) It's on you too, Johnny. (laughs) Anyway, but I always sleep with ice water next to me, but... This was such a great idea. Um, she said that she fills up her hydro flask um, with lots of ice and water and then sticks in like a couple lemon slices or like a sprig of mint. And I love that because then in the morning after it sat all night long, you have like this amazingly Infused refreshing lemon water. Yes, it's like spa water right at your bedside. And it's the best thing ever to wake up to. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. That's great. I love that tip. Isn't that great? I love that tip. I know. One thing that I have noticed is really important for me as well is if I'm going to have a morning routine, I have to have a nighttime routine. Otherwise, I'm exhausted when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. So that's just crucial to my success of mm-hmm. waking up is 
really winding down when I should wind down. And I know that I, so Miles wakes up around 7.30ish. So I try and wake up, depending on how late I went to bed, between 6.15 and 6.30. My alarm goes off at 6.15. And if I'm really tired, I'll push it to 6.30. And so usually I can get at least 30 minutes before he wakes up. Sometimes I get a lot more, but you know how it is having kids. It's just not always a guarantee. So I just take what I can get. But anyway, so I know that that means at... 9.45, it's time to start winding down and really like take a step away from the TV and or whatever I'm doing. And um, I know you said, I know you love to read before bed. Mm -hmm. And for me, my biggest thing is I just need to wind down and then actually go to bed. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed too, I... I feel like whenever I lay down, I have a million things in my yes. mind about what I need to do the next day. So I have been using the to-do app that Olivia recommended in her episode. Um, that has been so helpful to me. But I will take the to-do app before I am about to go to bed. And I will just write down everything I need to do tomorrow. So once it's down, like written down, let it go. I don't have to think about it. It doesn't mm-hmm. weigh on me anymore because mm-hmm. I have it written down and I know that it's going to get done tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's so funny um, because I have the planner that you gifted. Oh. <laughs> um, at a favorite things party, Paris brought a planner and I have it on my bedside oh, I table. So on my nightstand. So that's, I do the same I'm glad thing. It's I don't like, used. it totally is. And I don't like force myself to write everything down every night, but I keep it there because that is. It's like I have a really hard time falling asleep at nighttime because I'm always, I just like constantly have a running list in my head. So I keep it there so that it's really handy if I'm like falling asleep. Isn't that always what happens? You're like falling asleep and then right as you're on the verge, like (laughs) of a dream, you know, you like remember that one really important thing. So like, I can't forget this. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, I already know I'm going to forget. So it's so nice because I can just grab the, grab the planner and write it down really quick while I'm falling asleep. So I love having that next to me. Yeah. I really do do just think it's so helpful to empty your brain of things that are stressing you out Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And so that way you can sleep better. And because having that restful sleep is really important having a morning routine. Mm -hmm. I also have to say for people that think, oh, I can never wake up early Mm -hmm. and for some people I know we're lucky like I can wake up at 6 15 and have a solid amount of time before my wakes up right and I know that's not the case for everybody but I will say I have become so attached to my morning routine that if Miles woke up at 6 30 I I would wake up at 5 45 so I could get time in before he woke up as well Mm -hmm. just because it has been so so valuable to me I also will say I I was laughing. I was hearing somebody, I don't remember who, talking about sanity boundaries. And she's like, one of my sanity boundaries is my kids just, they can't wake up until 7.30. Mm-hmm. And if they wake up before 7.30, they stay in their room until 7.30. And that has been something that I just related to so much. Totally. And obviously there's like an, that's like age appropriate for some people and not age appropriate for other kids. And so that's not like a an across the board recommendation by any right, means every right. child is different but I have realized that for myself as well like unless something is like wrong 
Miles Miles needs to sleep until 7 30 and mm-hmm. if he wants to like read in his read books in his bed or something until 7 30 he's fine to do that and that is something that I need mm-hmm. and that is just a sanity boundary that I can set for my own sanity totally totally I obviously am such a believer in that because we had a really hard time with Brooks's sleep schedule and now that he is sleeping consistently like that's I'm just realizing like it's so important to set those boundaries and like teach your children. That's something Alyssa said on that on the episode we did with Alyssa McEwen. I loved that she said like your kids will do what you're willing to let them do. And it was that just like taught a lesson to me that like yeah. you know what if I teach Brooks like what's best and healthy for him and me, like he will learn those things. Yeah. And if I teach him that like I will bend over to like whatever he wants, then like he will learn those things too. Yeah. So absolutely. And I am such an advocate of gentle parenting. Mm-hmm. And we both are. Yes, totally. You can ha- you can use attachment parenting that I really do believe in and still have that boundary for your sanity and just say, you know what, I need my morning routine and I will come get you at 730. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I do with Miles Mm -hmm. and sometimes if he wakes up really early I will adjust that to his needs Mm -hmm. but if he wakes up at 7 15 he will stay in there till 7 30 he's fine like he's not he's fine yeah totally and he's learned that and then I can go get him and I can be ready to be the best mother that I can be for him totally I was talking to Pierce about doing this episode and just morning routines and one thing that he said that I thought was so insightful as he just said I feel like if I check one thing off of my list in the morning it just makes me feel so much better for the rest of the day Mm -hmm. and I have so found that for me that if I can just check this off of my list and have some moments to myself Mm -hmm. it changes my whole day and I'm so much more able to be a present mother and a better mother Mm -hmm. and a happier mother totally because I have taken just a little bit of time for myself Mm -hmm. I like the way that you were talking about that too like it being whatever it is that you're checking off your list like it being sort of like a gift to yourself because I was thinking about um how we talked about that with Olivia on her episode about um like that saying about like eating the frog first thing in the morning and sometimes I think we, we look at it like, oh, I'm going to do the hardest thing first, which sometimes it is the hardest thing, but also like getting that feeling of accomplishment or like getting that thing checked off your list. Like that really is a gift to yourself, whatever it is, you know, maybe it's just your morning routine, which like can be truly enjoyable, but, um, you know, maybe it's doing whatever the hard thing you've had sitting on your to-do list, like being able to check that off before your kids get up it it really is like taking a, an emotional weight or like burden off of yourself which is such a gift so yeah. I like that you looked at it that way oh something else I was gonna mention too is you this is like kind of going back a bit but you mentioned um how I like to read at nighttime and I did want to recommend that for anyone that has a hard time falling asleep um only because I um am such a list person and normally I like that about myself but it can definitely get to the point that it's like sort of takes over and can feel a little bit overwhelming when you have like that running list all day long and at nighttime it like while I'm trying to fall asleep you know it's just like all those things running through my head and so I like to read because it helps me get out of that that's usually when I read my scriptures but I feel like I also will read a book as well or um 
I don't know, like an article sometimes, but just like reading something and like not necessarily going through my to-do list is very helpful for me um, to just like relax my mind and like get out of that list so that I can fall asleep. And like then in the morning, I feel like I, I can then like devote that to a little bit more to my to-do list. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. I also just have to say, I keep thinking, if this is sounding overwhelming or hard, I promise that it gets easier. And I think neither of us loves to wake up early. Mm -mm. I think it's something that as I have started doing, it gets easier and easier. Mm -hmm. And I I don't necessarily crave waking up early, but I crave getting that that time to myself Mm -hmm. before I give of myself all day. Totally. I totally agree. And, and I'll be the first one to say, you know, like I said at the beginning that like there are seasons of life that like you may have a really extended morning routine and feel like it's such a habit. And like, there are seasons of life that you are struggling to get a few minutes in, you know, and I'm in one of those right now, but I miss, I miss it. And I, I have noticed like if I have a few minutes to myself, it has made all the difference. It really has. This is like the thing that I feel like currently is making the biggest difference in my days. I I think my boys are getting to kind of a little bit of a hard patch. Just, um, I don't know. I, Brooks is actually so two years old. It's the best, isn't it? It's the best. I oh love it. Gosh. It's so great. But um, I don't anymore have like a two-year-old or whatever, a toddler and a newborn. Now I have a toddler and like an eight-month-old. And... I forgot like eight months old are kind of eight month olds are kind of hard like they're just a little more active they want to be entertained like definitely more involved and hands-on and anyway and so um I'm noticing like right now in particular like this is making uh, a the biggest difference out of anything else I could be doing if I get a few minutes to myself I feel like the day can go so well and if I don't get those few minutes I feel like I'm like just trying to keep my head above water all day so I I would encourage that I feel like every mother can yeah that yeah so hopefully we gave you some good tactical tips we will link the we will link the books that we referred to if you are interested in reading more about them and the benefits of a morning routine personally as we've said, we can both just attest to the benefits that this has had to our mental and honestly physical health as well. Mm-hmm. And if you wouldn't mind, we would love, we post after every episode on our Instagram page, which is kindred underscore conversations. And if you would go to that post and please tell us what things you like to do in your morning routine, we um, love hearing from you and, um, obviously could use any tips that you might have yes definitely one of my favorite things about this podcast has been getting to learn from our listeners so thank you for being so willing to share we always learn so much from you and we are just so grateful for you and as we asked in the beginning if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review they really do mean so much to us and we are so grateful for every single one thank you so much for being here we appreciate you so much